Hello everyone and welcome back to My First Mon. I'm one of your hosts, Jack Martin, alongside the Pokemon Master, Christian Buckley. Hello, Jack. I'm excited to be back again. Uh, beefy episode this week, which is exciting, so I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, we do have a rather long episode this mm -hmm. week. I think the game just sort of takes you around along a longer path than usual in between gyms, but uh, should be a fun one. Mm -hmm. So, if you don't know, this is our Pokemon Retrospective series, with this season covering Pokemon Emerald, week by week, gym by gym. You can support us over on Patreon.com slash JoyClicks. At the $1 level, you can name the Pokemon in my party, just like Chad Gable from Derivative Zed. Shout out. Um, and I'll, I'll give a little tease for this episode. I feel like I run into a pretty solid party by the end of this, this episode, so... I think if anyone was interested in naming a Pokemon, I pretty much maybe already have my party. So okay. if you want to pick and choose from the Pokemon I have by the end of this, by all means. Um, and at the $5 level, you can get producer credit and have your name read out in each episode, just like our Patreon producers, Chris Sockets and Aaron Easton. Thank you very much. Uh, and finally, you can also get involved with the show by giving us any advice or corrections in the YouTube comments, and we will feature you in our Trainer Tips segment. Speaking of which, Christian, you want to hit us with some Trainer Tips? Sure. Uh, definitely not Pedro coming with a correction that I got wrong last week, and I was wrong about this my entire life. I had no idea you could do this. So, the Move Deleter, as they are named, you know, that's just their name, um, mm -hmm. can make Pokemon forget HMs. I had no idea that was a thing that you could do. That's that's pretty huge. Yeah, um, because I feel like that's one of those things where if you're new like me to Pokemon and you get seemingly this HM, which would seem like a powerful move, given mm -hmm. that you defeated a trainer and you it's usually how you acquire them and you give it to like so you give it to your starting Pokemon and then you realize it's useless. Mm -hmm. That that could be a huge L. So, uh, yeah, it's that's good that. Um, the move deleter can in fact delete that hm yeah that's key for all the trainers when they were younger or honestly anybody you could have done this honestly uh who gave mm -hmm. their little trico cut that would have been rough <laughs> yeah um also definitely not pedro mentions that rollout is a rock type move not ground so i guess i just got lucky <laughs> in that fight yeah so. Yeah, apparently. I mean, rollout's pretty pretty beefy. It's a pretty beefy move. So, mm -hmm. I I see if you had like a powerful um, rock type character or ground type character and gave or Pokemon rather and gave uh, him or her rollout, then mm -hmm. yeah, I could see I could see that coming in pretty clutch. Well, I got very lucky then because I was using a water type against electric. Um, How? <laughs> I don't know. Get my, away with that. My Azumarill new rollout. Don't know why, mm. but it worked. Um, wow. Android Man coming in. Fun fact, Team Magma is exclusive to Ruby, while Aqua is exclusive to Sapphire, and Emerald has a mix of both. Hmm. So, uh, you do get that little flavor in Emerald, uh, which is nice because um, the third versions, as we saw with Crystal also, sort of have a melding of some of the version-exclusive Pokemon. Uh, this is different, though, because Emerald came out 
a while later, I think, than most third versions up to mm. this point, like Yellow or Crystal. So it, it did have the advantage of getting some new story written into it. Yeah, that actually seems kind of like an overhaul, because we'll see, especially in this episode, a meeting of the two teams, mm -hmm. and I wonder what that would have looked like in just uh, Ruby or Sapphire, because like, it seems like we're heading to a point in the story with this game that both of those teams are pretty integral to it, so yeah, uh, that honestly seems pretty pretty big to me, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, and back in the day, I only ever played Emerald, so I can't use a one-to-one -one comparison here, but I did play um, Alpha Sapphire, which was the 3DS remake of Sapphire and Ruby. Um, and Alpha Sapphire, at least, was m much more Emerald-inspired because I I know for a fact Team Magma is in that game, and you can, like, you have their interactions between them and uh, Team Aqua, so there is that, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Which, but again, like so remakes in Pokemon, sometimes they pull from like the third versions as well. So, um, not again, not one to one, but to my knowledge, I can throw that in. Uh, Regal Bear Tick says the Trick House will change daily and become progressively more difficult with better prizes too. So there we go. Uh, we uh, <laughs> we're sort of lambasting the Trick House for being kind of boring. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Also, regarding the Trick House, uh, Neon Rider in the Discord mentioned that that sign that I was talking about that has, like, the, um, the two right one up or whatever it was, mm -hmm. the, the directions it gives you is just to get into the house from the door. Oh. Like, from that sign, it's like, take three steps over, two steps up, and then you're in the house. <laughs> that's why that so it was wasn't there. it wasn't even like a hint it was just hey like something you could obviously see yeah it was like a yeah. map hmm. it was a map for something you could see <laughs> like i was like oh, okay weird maybe picture. i'll have to go back but the trick house sucks so i gotta be completely honest it, it definitely was not the best thing that we've seen so far no uh, Juggernaut577 says, Can't remember if it was covered, but Ralts is another Pokemon that have a couple different evolutions. If you have a male Ralts and I think a shiny stone, I actually believe it's a Dawnstone um, in Gen 4, you can do that. Um, it evolves into a different type than you, what you'll see Wally have later in the game. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Ralts is really cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know that Ralts has a pretty low spawn rate so yeah. it's unfortunate that it would take a lot of grinding to actually acquire one mm -hmm. yeah Ralts was always cool i i think i only had a Ralts one time but it was i loved it it was like hell yeah finally did this um and i believe the other evolution line that uh um juggernaut is talking about i think it's only gen 4 so hmm. And finally, Diverto Zed said, Geodude gonna make a fire Chad Gable. <laughs> Excellent. I appreciate the approval, Derivative mm -hmm. Zed. Um, yeah, I think that was that was really the only choice mm -hmm. for Chad Gable, to me at least. Now, before we move on, I do want to mention one thing. Because, again, mm -hmm. in the Discord, Neon Rider, uh, who's been following along since um, season Crystal. one. Oh, even before. Yes. Shout out. Um, pointed out three seasons with a geodude on the team jack what's going on mm. you getting well, comfy 
Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. I had Doug Trio in season one, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't think Geodude was a staple in that party. Right. I remember you had one for a little bit. I think I did to just sort of get through with whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever I was doing. Um, yeah, season two, I think Geodude made it all the way through. Mm-hmm. And I could see that happening, of course, with Chad Gable. I feel more of an affinity towards Chad Gable than I did with uh, my previous Geodudes. But um, I think it's because Geodude is a very versatile Pokemon. Because Mm -hmm. Rock and Ground type, that can come in handy a lot. And I feel like both of those have three to four strengths against like certain um, Pokemon types. I'm pretty sure I'm going to pull up my chart right now. But I'm pretty sure it has, like, that particular typing has a lot of strengths. Mm-hmm. So, or a lot of advantages. So, um, am I getting a little comfy with Geodude? Probably. But um, Geodude's the staple. Yeah. I gotta be honest. There's, there's nothing wrong with getting comfy. I just figured it was worth pointing out. Because I didn't even notice that you've had a Geodude for consistently on the team two seasons in a row at this point. But also, you have one yeah. for a bit. Um, so I have my chart here. Ground has five strengths. Okay. And Rock has four. <laughs> so that's that's pretty good. Yeah. I would I would say. Yeah, I think I think that's a good uh, tool to have at your disposal for sure. So I, I don't blame you at all. You know. Mm-hmm. You have a favorite. Although I, I you do. Keep it. Yeah. I I appreciate I appreciate those looking out for me, wanting to expand my horizons. But I, I feel like I have. I feel oh like yeah. I have. Yeah, for sure. I can guarantee you right now, too, like, Heracross, as soon as I can get Heracross in this game, Heracross is on the team. I'm booting off yeah. whoever I, is, like, not doing me the best right now, and then I'll just replace it with a Heracross, because I just love Heracross, and it's useful. It's a good it's a good type. Fighting, bug, pretty good. We'll have to think about this, but we should we should come up with a little segment of, like, what would our on a rainy day uh, mm-hmm. or a shorter episode what our like prime pokemon party would be oh, like yeah. if we could choose any generation mm-hmm. any pokemon in a six uh member party yes. what would that look like yeah i i'm glad you brought that up too because there's like certain websites you can do like simulated battles on so it could be cool if we just pick our ideal team and to see who would be the winner because it, it, it could be fun it could be fun yeah that'd be cool so but thank you again to the trainers who help improve the show and make us more honest yeah 100 percent um each week we see familiar names and we see some new names along the way as well so yeah shout out to all the trainers who consistently come back and comment on each episode there's there's never i'm gonna say this of course and this will happen but there's never been an episode where we don't have trainer tips pretty much since we started doing this segment Mm -hmm. um even in season one when we did the uh the text on screen yeah we we had stuff for pretty much every episode so yeah it's it's nice to see that we have fostered uh, a community that that is very engaging so thank you very much for that absolutely i agree so christian yes. without further ado let me hit you with my current party of course the man the myth the legend chad gable himself mm-hmm. who's my geo dude and i officially named geo dude it's legal now mm-hmm. uh via the slateport name raider very nice uh, so Chad Gable is a level 22. So is Chad Gable space? Chad space Gable? Yeah. Ooh. Dude, I 
fit that space in there. That's and fantastic. I was I was worried. It's like derivative Z. I don't I don't know if that's gonna fit, but I think they did some research. I think they realized that that was. I, of course, I'm sure all the trainers know the character count. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, off the top of their head. So right. I should not have doubted, but yeah, it's it's a perfect fit. So fits nice. incredibly. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we got my Wingle, of course, level twenty-two. Um, I decided to throw Electric in the mix here. Okay. Level 13 right now. Leveling up rather slowly at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm putting him up front. Um, I got my Ninkata, of course, HM machine at level 7. Here's a question I have for you. Okay. Actually, let me let me get back to that. We got Makahita at level 21 and Grovile at level 22. Now, Very nice. for Ninkata and for like HM Pokemons, mm -hmm. is there any point in leveling them up? Because I just never do. Um... It, I think it depends. It depends on who the Pokemon is, because occasionally you'll have instances where there's a pretty, like, a solid Pokemon. Like, you can have a Pokemon that could be a good foundation. That's like, um... I know people suggested Zigzagoon. Um, mm. Or actually, you know what? Look at Bellsprout, right? Bellsprout can do Flash and Cut. Mm. Essential to Gen 1. Um, your bell sprout was with you to the end, you know. So like, yeah. I do think there there is some scenario where you can find yourself with an HM Pokemon that you want to level up and invest in for sure. Um, but there are plenty of Pokemon in the early regions that aren't worth the investment, you know. Like uh, some people actually go against the bird Pokemon for that reason because. Hmm why they do that is that like Pidgey for example Pidgey and Rattata are the first Pokemon you can catch in Gen 1 and because of that because they want to incentivize you to progress and figure out how the world works they evolve early so I, I think that there's something there like you'll eventually be, like outpace them in terms of who's stronger in the wild so like there's levels, you know, it's, it depends on what Pokemon is operating, what slot in your team when you decide to make them the HM Pokemon, I think. I see. Mm -hmm. um, I'll probably never go through the process of doing that. Yeah. Just because, like, they're, they're in my party to serve that purpose rather than actually be a meaningful fighter. So, mm -hmm. yeah, but I could see that. What about you, Christian? What's um, your party looking like? Well, right now, I, I still got my Grovile Kashi uh rocking it great name by the way thank you i'm very proud of that name um yeah. my swellow grayson my azumarill bobber my ninkata the hm pokemon pete and <laughs> later in this episode i'll make an addition to the party so but for now i'm just rocking with these four excellent keeping it keeping it simple just four pokemon mm -hmm. keeping it tight all right so the first thing I do, I want to I want to know what you do, is so we're in Mavel right now. Mm -hmm. After the gym, got our badge and whatnot. Took forever, for me at least. Mm -hmm. um, and then I go north to fight the Wind Straits. Do you do this as well? Is that the family? Yes. Yeah, I did that last week actually. Um, okay. Pre gym, I did that just to have some extra XP gains for my team so I could have them all at a little more parity. But um, I do remember this fight and I 
This is a standout fight for me, I think, in Pokemon, just because it's so interesting and different, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you walk up to this house, you see this family, they're like, hey, we're the Winstons, you said? Uh, the Winstraits. Winstraits. Um, we're all really strong, but, like, Grandma's stronger than Dad, I'm stronger than Grandma, so, like, you're gonna have to fight all of us, and nobody can beat us. And then what you have to do, which I really like, and I wish more areas in the game would do this, is you basically have a gauntlet of, of like, mm-hmm. a mini Elite Four, kind of, except you can't heal in between them, you know? It's like, yeah. it's just, hey, we're gonna check on you and see if you're, like, keeping your team up to snuff, you know? Yeah, that's that's what I came to realize, like, as I was, like, halfway through it. I was like, man, you, you don't really get a break during this one. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it is, it is sort of a standout fight. I didn't find too much difficulty with it. Yeah. How about you? No, I kind of breezed through it. I think, um, I don't remember what their lineups were specifically, but my team between like having uh, Grayson with flying attacks and then um, Kashi with like the grass, I was able to destroy any grass and water they were throwing my way, you know, and rock. So like I was good. Yeah, so I have the lineup right here. So it's the four Vs, which I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. So Victor had a Talo and a Zigzagoon, so flying um, and normal, mm-hmm. I believe. Yep. Victoria had Roselia, which is grass psychic. Mm-hmm. And VV had a Meryl, which is water. And we'll do <laughs> who's that Pokemon segment. Christian, describe for the listeners what you're looking at right now i'm looking at a turtle-ish pokemon with a large protruding back and uh that is a numal it sure is Mm-hmm. one of my better drawings i'll say yeah i i knew immediately who it was because let me tell you jack i love a numal yeah mm-hmm. dude numal we'll get into this later but First of all, character design, yeah, super cute. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those Pokemon where I feel like even <laughs> with like my cruder drawing skills, mm-hmm. you can just sort of recognize this because it's it's super simple. Um, the design is very striking. And it's a fire ground Pokemon, yeah, which dude. I think is cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Numel's excellent. Again, uh, it, it's great because it pops up about like a little before halfway through the game. So far, you're dealing with a lot of water, a lot of grass. You really have no other options for fire unless you go Torchic at the beginning. But um, Numel, Jack, does join the party for me. Oh, excellent. And uh, its name is Ares. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, thank you, thank you. Um, that is excellent. I can guarantee you right now, uh, Ares is staying with me until the end of the game. A mainstay. Yes. Welcome to the party, Ares. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Numel. Numel's really cool. I <laughs> I picked up a Numel, and I'll, we'll get into this later. Full well expecting Numel to be my fire type, mm-hmm. uh, but then I find a different Pokemon, and we'll get into that. Who just sort of occupies that space, unfortunately, because I think I think Numel's pretty pretty rad. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's what Vivi had, and then um, Vicky, the grandma. Oh, and Vivi also had a Shroomish. Um, Vicky the grandmother comes out after Vivi 
sobs and says, how dare you make my granddaughter cry? For that, I'm going to smack you. Yeah. That was funny. Um, and Vicky had a metatite. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was the whole fight. Yeah. Um, again, I think in concept it stands out for me. Um, in practice, like you said, it's no real challenge. But um, it was a fun thing to kick off, I'm assuming, for the week, right? Like, you see this thing, it's super weird. Um, and it, it does sort of test you on stamina in a way that other fights don't do aside from the elite four even though it's like a vast difference in terms of challenge but um again it's another instance of emerald i think introducing something new and unexpected that does give you a new way to think about how you approach battling yeah that's the perfect way of describing it like i didn't expect to see this Mm -hmm. and it was it caught me off guard in the best way possible where I ran into a lot of things in Crystal that just turned out to be nothing or was too much of an effort to actually see through. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking about like the unknown, like Ruins of Owl <laughs> sort of yeah. deal. Like, uh-huh. I don't want to do that. Um, but this is something that you sort of organically find and you hear about this family and it's like, okay, I guess I'll fight them one by one. Mm-hmm. But you don't realize that you're going to have to just do it all in one go. And yeah, like what you said, it is it is a ma- mini... Um, elite four battle in a way um it's it on paper like what you said it's actually probably harder since you can't heal in between Mm -hmm. um but of course at this point it's probably not that difficult for you but um yeah no it's it's cool and it it adds some some levity to the game uh with the with the family banter and Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's nice to see i i liked i liked starting the week off with this for sure yeah so after we beat them. You can go into their house, since it is legally your house now. After yes. You beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I wrote down. I like misread this. I got so you get the macho brace, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Whoa! I got the macho badge. I got a whole badge for doing this." <laughs> I did not get a badge. It was a brace. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one. Of, I forget exactly what this is. It's one of those things I think you can give to a Pokemon, and maybe this is for like fighting Pokemon. I, I'm like, I'm actually not sure. Do you know? I, I'm not sure 100% I can check, but I believe it's something to do with, like, it's a held item that buffs their defense. Yeah, okay. That sounds like it'd be right. Something uh, like that. It doubles all effort values gained by the holder. So, EVs, have we had that talk before? Yeah. We okay, have. <laughs> so the Macho Brace doubles all the EVs you gain from playing and leveling. Um, think of it, okay. I know you haven't watched Dragon Ball, but imagine this image of, you know, Goku. Yep, Superman. Yes. Goku, all of his clothes, weighted, right? Mm-hmm. So he has to fight extra hard in these battles. So when he takes, like, the boots and the gauntlets and, like, the tunic top off... He's like 10 times stronger than he would have been with those on, you know? Okay. It's basically a handicap so they get stronger faster. Gotcha. It's so. like it's like when you played baseball and you put a donut on your bat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, you're swinging around this huge bat. Or like Babe Ruth used to hold like multiple bats in his yeah. hand. And then mm-hmm. when he'd step up to the plate, the bat would be lighter to mm-hmm. your arms. Yes. yes. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Eevee's, again, that's a hidden stat, right? I, I, I truly don't know. The the, <laughs> the more recent games have given very very clear ways to track that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's never been a focus of mine, you know? And if like trainers that are listening are big into the competitive, I'm sorry, I've never cared. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm with you there. Yeah. Um, mostly because I don't understand exactly what it is yeah. to the, for the most part. I've tried, I've um, tried and I still don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's just one of those nebulous things where it's like, I can ignore this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so if you have more conversations with the Winstraits, you'll learn that their brother, who I can only imagine starts with a V, their name, uh, is going through the Pokemon League. Mm-hmm. And someone mentions that they're probably champion by now, which is, of course, speculation, very biased. But it's possible that we might encounter this V named individual. Maybe we will. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Now we already got Victor. I don't know. I don't know what this this gentleman's name would be, given that he is a brother. Um, Vlad, perhaps. Mm, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Vlad. I'm thinking of any. I, immediately, I go to Virgil. Hmm. Like, like from the character from ODST, Halo ODST. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I immediately when I when I when I think V, I think Victor's as of course we already have the Victor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we could be encountering a Vlad. We could be Vince. encountering a Virgil. Ooh, Vince, that's the one, man. <laughs> yeah, you we'll nailed s- it. We'll see Vince later in the game. Okay, I think Vince. If I ha- I'm not a betting man, mm-hmm. but if I was, I would bet that Vince is the character we run into along the way. We'll have to wait and see. So keep our eyes and ears out for that one. Uh, but after this, basically, head we take Route 117, which I've already demolished all the trainers here in my efforts to um, buff my Pokemon for the Watson fight. Uh, so nothing really here. There's the daycare, which I uh, avoid like the plague uh, because of my Bellsprout mishap from last season, which all my moves were deleted. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no thanks. Um, and yeah, definitely. And then we get to Verdant Turf. Home of Sweet and... Chef. Exactly. <laughs> so, it, is that was that named purposely? Like I, this? N- well, I mean, break it out, right? Verdant turf? Mm, yeah. Green. Green sure. turf, you know? And Wally is in the smoggy city. He's, he's, he's a sick kid. He's got to go where the air is clean. The grass is greener. Mm. So go to... Yeah. They literally like, oh, we need a place where the grass is greener. Let's call it verdant turf. <laughs> like... <laughs> There you go. That, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. It's also hilarious when you when you think about it in the in the terms that you <laughs> yeah, described. Yeah. So yeah, like what you said, this is where Va- uh, Wally is now, mm-hmm. and his dad mentions that the environment and maybe also the Pokemon are helping Wally's health, giving him some sort of hope. Um, I imagine Wally standing, staring at the uh, the binary sun- sunset, mm-hmm. like a famous uh, movie protagonist we all know. And Wally says that he's going to be stronger than me. Good luck, because I'm going to come for you again. Yeah. Like, so. how sad is this subplot going on? Because ever, like, when I was a kid, I was like, okay, yeah, Wally, we're friends. But, like, now when I look at it, I'm like, man, this is, like, underdog, you know? Like, goddamn. Yeah. I mean, I wish someone would just teach him how to properly, like spec out a pokemon party <laughs> sure. like he's got one pokemon mm-hmm. like 
you can't all right what do you ash catch them like <laughs> get some get some pokemon ash catch them at the beginning of the series yes um so yeah it, it is a little sad it's kind of funny though mm-hmm. so um we go i so i basically swap out here ninkata for meryl because meryl can use rock smash mm-hmm um, this is Meryl's not a mainstay. This is this is I'm using Meryl for an HM. So mm-hmm. give Meryl my Rock Smash um, to get through the um, tunnel here. Yeah, with the Whispers. There's a couple of rocks. Yeah, there's a bunch of Whispers here. We've been in here before, but the the other side was blocked. Yes, I believe. So this is the tunnel uh, where originally we found Pico for Mr. Briny. Yes, so. that's right. Yeah. So we're on the other side. Uh, Meryl can rock through or uh, smash through the rocks here. Mm-hmm. Um, do that. Someone gives me. I, I think we essentially reunite lovers here. Yeah. In this uh, in this cave, which mm-hmm. I think is funny. Yeah. So uh, I get strength and then progress. Get back to Rustboro. Um, before that, I think one of the Devon people gives me a repeat ball which makes catching yes pokemon i've already caught easier mm-hmm. yeah so the repeat ball um i forget when that what gen that's introduced i don't know if that's new to this or last gen um but yeah the repeat ball again it's popular for people who shiny hunt for people who are trying to get the best evs possible all that stuff um for me i think the repeat ball looks like because in this generation more than others the pokeballs have distinct looks i don't know if you noticed that yet Mm. um let me look up the repeat ball because like prior to this it's just been uh different shades of that pokeball sprite you know like the the red one from the original game then we get a blue one for the great ball and then we just get different colors Mm. now because of the the power of the gba we do have definitive looks for uh, Pokeball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, all the balls. They got their own distinct looking things. They gotta. So, yeah, this one is... It looks like a normal Poke, Pokeball, but it has, like, two additional uh, yellow sort of circles with black circles within that mm-hmm. uh, on top of each other. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a cool looking thing. Um, So have you noticed how the Great Ball and Ultra Ball look yet? Well, I don't think Ultra Balls mm. are available for you yet, but the Great Ball has a specific look now. I'm going to look that up as well. That Usually, is, it's canon now. Like, so. Oh, it's canon now. Yes. So, okay, I got the Great Ball here. And, yeah, like what you said, I remember like seeing that they look different in the menus, but I guess not really mm-hmm. harping on it all that much. So, the Great Ball here is white in the bottom, black line in the middle, as usual. And then on top we have uh, blue, a blue sphere, half sphere, um, and then two like little red, almost like fingerprints that looks like you'd put your fingers there to throw like a fastball. Yeah. In a way, stitching kind of. Yeah. I I don't know what it is. I've always hated the great ball. Really? Yeah, I hate that thing so much. <laughs> Why? It's just. Ah, it's just like in the in the sprite art and in the on Google Images. If you search Great Ball, the first one that's like the hand drawn version, the ridge 
it bothers me because it's like a, a standard pokeball it I, I feel like it should be smooth you know because the ultra ball is not like that the ultra ball has some yellow decals on the black top but it's not raised why you th why you think you're so special great ball you're not <laughs> I see that. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess I guess that's only something Can you only see that? Oh, you know what dude? I'm looking. Oh my god That's why I was looking at the ultra ball and I saw the first thing that popped up was in Amazon li listing And I was like, why does this look like a dodgeball from from middle school? Mm -hmm. um, but it is the foam ball that there's oh, okay <laughs> Yeah, look the ultra uh... ball is cool, right? The ultra ball looks fine Dude I'm gonna fight you on this. I feel like the Great okay. Ball looks cooler. I feel like the Great Ball looks cooler. I mean, fair. This is just—it's been a thing that I've thought my entire life. Yeah, I can't so, unlearn that. <laughs> is it only because it is of the raised surface? Yeah, that's Great really, Ball's a little pretentious. Ex that is exactly it. Because like, there's the Master Ball. The Master Ball has like two raised bumps on it. It's like sure. That makes sense. There's a thing called a heavy ball. It's got like studs around it. It's like, okay, makes sense. You gotta weight it down. The great ball, the great ball that gets nerfed immediately, like two towns after it's introduced. Like, come on, stop this. That's fair, that's fair. I'm just saying if I was a pitcher like I was back in my day, yeah. I think I would have liked to be throwing this thing. Yeah, it's got so... Some, some things I can latch onto to give it a little extra spin. Um, another question, since we're talking about Pokeballs now, and this is where the iconic, distinct looks are introduced. Uh, do you ever have, like, an aesthetic preference for the type of ball you use to catch a Pokemon? Because, like, growing up, I didn't really care about it. Uh, when I was, like... Actually, no, I did care about it a bit. For, like, most of my life, I was like, oh, I, I just want to have them all in Pokeballs because then it's, like you know not symmetrical but like it fits like there's no outliers you know the team mm. is the core team it's the iconic look of the pokeball like ash in the show sure um so much to the point where there were in the, um the 3ds games i'd only use pokeballs as, even on legendaries so it made the capture 10 times harder but it was for the aesthetic <laughs> so you're talking about like in the menu mm -hmm. where you have the captured pokeball pokemon they show up with the particular ball that they're in yes i don't know if i ever noticed that i i think you have to go into the detailed view for each pokemon mm. um so if if you pull yeah. up your pokemon menu then you select grovile and it gives you all the stuff it will show you what pokeball they're captured in interesting yeah i, I guess i never noticed that mm -hmm. um for me i'm looking at all these pokeballs mm -hmm. and um one image shows about a thousand of them so yes. <laughs> one of the one of them looks like the armored spider-man suit from the 2000 spider-man with some like yellow stuff around it okay i think um, that is the beast ball that is introduced in sun and moon that one's cool only because it reminds me of that um, yeah there's about a thousand others <laughs> yeah there's a lot like more recently as well like sword and shield i decided to part ways with my uh need for pokeballs um and i started doing specific looking pokeballs that would match the aesthetic of the pokemon i'm catching so like Ooh. for instance uh i'm forgetting who's on my sword and shield oh i have a, a pokemon in sword and shield it's a dark fairy type um 
it's a big troll. It looks like uh, like a big hairy troll. Um, okay. I caught it in a dusk ball, which is black with some Ooh. green spots on it, and it's a green troll with like black hair. So when I throw That's it cool. out, it also has a visual effect of like this like toxic smog that comes out of the pokeball so like i i've started doing that you know if it fits the aesthetic of the pokemon that's the ball i use that's excellent um in emerald i guess i just haven't been noticing if i throw throw out a pokemon that i caught in a great ball will the sprite like in battle will the sprite show up as a great ball yes it will wow i can't that just like went over my head maybe it's because most of the pokemon i've caught have been caught in just traditional regular pokeballs mm -hmm. so i probably just didn't even think of it but that's cool that's a nice little detail that i didn't even notice yeah so so um yeah that's very cool so we get the repeat ball um i go to the devon exec and he gives me exp share which i use actually a lot this mm -hmm. episode um are you like rotating? on various different pokemon yeah, okay. yeah so i'm giving it to like electric at some point um Grovile at in in the battle sequence uh, with the gym leader, um, the trainers will see that. Uh, I just, you know, I was using one particular Pokemon because I had the advantage, and then I was just giving, you know, uh, Grovile some XP. I haven't really been using Grovile all that much, so I want to try and, you know, continue to level it up. Mm -hmm. So that comes in pretty useful. Also here, I go like one of the trainers said, I forget who. I go back to towards the beginning of the game and I catch a Zigzagoon mm -hmm. for my HM Pokemon. So right now it's taking that spot compared to uh, Ninkata, but Zigzagoon can't learn every HM. Mm -hmm. uh, so it'll be a back and forth between the two. Yeah, I considered doing the same thing, but I didn't want to go all the way back, so I just caught near Verdant Turf. I got a Poochiena, um, mm. which I named Vlad, and um, <laughs> that's why the name was on the mind. And I, I, I gave it like, I think I gave it Rock Smash, um, but it couldn't learn Cut, so I do have two slots right now for HM Pokemon, unfortunately. Um, so in time, hopefully, that opens up, <laughs> but uh, we'll. Yeah. we'll I can't imagine it lasts like all the way to the end to the point where I have to level them up, you know, to be on parity with the rest of the team, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. I gotta be honest, I'm sick of the whole HM puzzle thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care. I, I, like, just give me the HM and just, once you beat a gym leader, be like, hey, you can use that outside of battle now. Like. Mm -hmm. It's just not, and I found that even if you destroy some rocks in certain areas, they spawn back. Yep. So it's just really obnoxious. Now, I, if it was more permanent, I would be fine with it. But yeah, mm -hmm. that that really sticks in my craw, as I yes. say myself. Now, Jack, what if I told you that you will get your wish granted, but you gotta wait like four more gens? <laughs> too late. Too late. Yeah, dude. Like, Sun and Moon got rid of it. They introduced this thing where it's like, hey, you can use a pager to just, like, uber summon a Pokemon <laughs> that knows the move, basically. Um, That's hilarious. And since then, it's sort of been adapted to just, like, 
um, with like Let's Go Pikachu, it's like, oh, if you had Pikachu or Eevee, they can they just know all the stuff. They can surf, they can do all this stuff. Um, so hmm. HMs have absolutely gone away. It's uh, it's just a little longer of a wait from where we are right now. Well, it's nice to hear that they do serve less of a purpose, but yeah, that's that takes forever. Yeah, it's 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 a long wait. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh well. Um, guess we gotta live with it. So, I check north of Rustboro, Route One Fifteen, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of slopes here that I can't go in that direction. It's sort of the downward slopes, uh, or the upward slopes rather. So, kind of blocked from any sort of progression there. Mm-hmm. Did so. Yeah. Did you remember what I mentioned about the bike? Oh, with the aggro bike. Acro bike, right? No, the mock bike. The mock bike will allow you to go up those if you build up a little bit of speed. Really? Yep. I, really? I think you might have to be holding a button, perhaps, to like. Hmm. I think like if you hold B. I think. If, oh, so mm-hmm. this is this is not like the the slide thing. Oh, okay. The yeah, this is just like you know how like you you get to a certain area and you can like hop over stuff. Oh, okay, yes, 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 yes. It's that, yeah. Sorry, I, I explained that poorly. It's it's just like the the, like wall. the little cliff things. Exactly. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, it's I just couldn't progress there, so mm. that's that was the game saying There's not really much here. So mm. uh, basically, go all the way back to Mauville, Um go to Route One Eleven, and. This is where the... <laughs> I did this in such a backwards way. Um, it's just how my brain works, I suppose. I did the wind straights, right? Mm-hmm. And this is in the same area. And then I saw the... Um, what turned out to be the trainer hill. And I was like, that seems like a lot right now. I'm just going to go do something else. I know I'm probably going to have to come back here at some point. I go to the trainer hill and I realize I can't even access it. So yeah. it wasn't even worth waiting. But mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. So... Yeah. So, do you know when this will be accessible? I have no clue, and it's something, again, like the Battle Tent, I've never used. Um, also, what's interesting is, um, I forget who mentioned it, but I also saw a trainer shout out that, like, the Battle Tents in Emerald are distinct to Emerald. Because hmm. in Ruby and Sapphire, I believe it was, like, competition things, but those are all localized to one specific place now in emerald so they replaced the competition tents with uh battle tents or whatever they're called so interesting yeah. yeah i know yeah crystal had something in one of the towns like right next to the world islands mm-hmm. that i went through and i don't think i won yeah so yeah so yeah um trainer hill can't do it yet uh go north there's a camera crew here and we get through this battle and they're like hey can we interview you about the battle we just had i thought <laughs> they were asking me hey can we in- interview interview you about the concept of battle mm-hmm. and i was like sure so i chose very similar to the way uh, <laughs> i constructed by ghost of tsushima haikus um just sort of meditated about what battle meant to me mm-hmm. so i chose lifestyle and then i chose lessons nice. um so that's that's what I, Trainer Jack, think of of battles lessons. You you learn from each one and you I, grow beyond that. I think my answer to this was egg. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> one way of doing that. Yeah, and it wasn't even mashing. I, I did think about it. I was like, okay, what? Well, what'd be funny? 
And I was like, okay, Pokemon, oh, egg, mm. egg, okay, egg. There you go. Put that on TV, mm. and they will. Yeah, they're they're shills. I have my uh, I have my journalism shirt on. It's just, you know, even if you're a trained professional journalist, you just put anything, anything that's egg cell, Christian, as they say, egg cell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you there you go. Anyways, we get through that. We get through, we get to Route 112, and there's an area here that you can't progress because there's, I believe, a sandstorm. Yes. To the top right. So, can't go through there. Um, as I normally do, looking around the sort of grassy areas just to see what Pokemon are being offered here. Mm-hmm. And of course, we find a Numel. Very nice. And of course, gotta catch the Numel. So, I did. Mm hmm. And at this point, I deposit Makuhita for Numel right now. Okay. Um, I'm not getting rid of Makuhita for, like, you know, permanently, but right now I just don't need a fighting-type Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I like a fire-type Pokemon, so there it is. Yes. Um, and there are two Magma dudes, presumably. We don't get a confirmation yet, but I see red attire. I'm like, this is probably Team Magma. Mm-hmm who are guarding the entrance to this one part of this location, and they're talking about awakening something, and they're not going to let people through. So, blocked off from that. Um, anything up to this point, Christian, in your gameplay experience that we haven't mentioned? Uh, no, I think we mostly covered everything. Um, again, getting Numel right here was pretty clutch, just because, again, I do like having a fire type, and... Mm. Remember last gen? How long I had to wait for the fire type I wanted? I had to get it in Kanto. <laughs> you know, like Wow. <laughs> the Houndoom, Houndour, like Yeah. End of the game. So like considering this is like right before the halfway point, like key. Perfect. You're sticking with me to the end. So I'm very glad after all the water, all the grass, all the birds, it's like, okay, here's the fire type. So very, yeah. very nice. Yeah, Numel's Numel's awesome. And it's great because they introduce you to Numel, right? And then, what, 10 steps later, it's like, oh, here's like three other fire Pokemon. Yeah, so, <laughs> like what you said, we go to the fiery path, mm-hmm. and it's essentially a cave. And I got my Numel. I'm very confident that Numel's going to be with me to the end of the game. Right. I don't think we have any cooler fire type Pokemon. And then Torkoal shows up, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> if you can win me over Numel with any other type of Pokemon, it's a fire turtle. Yeah. It's a fire turtle. Mm-hmm. So, you got... I used to... little background. I might have mentioned this before. Um, I had a turtle mm-hmm. gifted to me by my cousin when I was in kindergarten. I think she went off to college. Mm-hmm. Um, had that turtle with me it was named Yertle the turtle by the way had that turtle with me for years and when I went off to college I gave that turtle back to her to her daughter that's how old this fucking turtle is so turtles are cool shout out to Yertle the turtle Um, but this is Torkoal that's amazing maybe maybe I should name Yertle yeah because I was gonna say you mentioned earlier uh, that Chad Gable is the Geodude you're the most attached to that you had so far. Is it because you named it? Yeah, <laughs> totally. There's a story behind that thing. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. I, maybe maybe you take another visit to the, the name raider and then you just give Turkle, Torkel the name uh, Yertle. 
That's a good point because, first of all, Twerkle's just fucking hard to say. Yeah, I just mispronounced it twice. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult to say, so um, might do that. And yeah, secondly, Yertle is a cooler name for that. Mm. Um, this might be the very first Pokemon I genuinely name by myself. Yeah, go for it, dude. It's fun. So, I might do it. Considering Chad Gable, thanks to Derivative Z, uh, was my first sort of foray into nicknaming my Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going to consider that. I will consider that. Very nice. Yeah, because like I I've been doing it right, and occasionally it'll hit points where with Numel specifically, I was sitting on that page for like ten minutes trying to think of it because it was like mm-hmm. I didn't want to name it like Spark or or like <laughs> Ember or anything yeah. like that. So it was taking a bit. I was like, it looks sad. Should I name it Eeyore? But like, there's no, mm. there's nothing here. It's a camel. It's not a donkey. Uh, I looked into like pop culture camels. There was no camel that I could inspire a name from. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> Screw it, Aries. Yeah, I mean, Aries is is really cool, and it's it's a really funny juxtaposition of like what you're saying that yeah. it's a sad looking Pokemon. Yeah, and Aries is very frightening. So mm-hmm. that's pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, aside from Torkoal just looking sick, I think the rationale for me in choosing Torkoal over Numel was n- not having a dual-type fire yeah. ground-type, because I already have the ground-type fulfilled with Chad Gable, mm-hmm. so it was somewhat redundant, and I didn't necessarily want to have the weaknesses associated with a ground-type, Yeah, of course twice the pride double the fall as mm-hmm. we always say so yeah i kind of just it, it was an easy choice when i thought about it a little bit yeah i like that thinking that is the thinking of a seasoned pokemon player very mm-hmm. very good call thank you thank you mm-hmm. so just as a refresher this is what my party is looking like right now because it's been through a lot of changes this episode and it'll change a little bit more too so we got electric wingle grovile zigzagoon torkoal makuhita Chad Gable has been temporarily removed just to add some spacing to level up some people. Chad Gable is a staple, and he deserves better than this, but he is, he's gone for now. Mm-hmm. So, get to Route 112, and here I give strength to Makahita. Was this a good move? Uh, yeah. Strength, okay. give it to a fighting type. That's, that's usually the right call. You know? Like and Excellent. strength isn't a bad move. Uh, it's kind of I think it's dependent on your attack stat. So mm. again, fighting types usually have naturally high attack stats. So you made the right call. That's that's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I I don't think I could give strength to Zigzagoon. So mm-hmm. um, sort of barred out from doing that. Yeah. So yeah, did that, and then there's the old lady's rest home, which essentially just serves as a way to heal your Pokemon because mm-hmm. there's a pretty big gap between the previous Pokemon Center and the next one so this is sort of a stopgap. Yeah. So after that we get to Route 113 and things start to change here. Mm-hmm. It appears as though snow is falling. Yes. But quickly you find out that this is these are ashes from yeah. a nearby volcano yeah. which is very cool Mm -hmm. yeah Um, again the power of the gba just flexing yeah dude like even years later i'm still infinitely impressed 
between the disparity of Gen 1 and 2 to Gen 3. Yeah. Because it just looks radically different, and it just it just adds that level of depth to the sort of world that they're creating with Pokemon here. Um, mm-hmm, for sure. So yeah, I, I feel like Hoenn, I can way, and this is, you know, this is very obvious, but, like, I can way, I can better picture Hoenn in my mind than I can Kanto or Johto. Yeah, do you mean because for, like, yeah, for, like, uh, it feeling more like a real world? Do you mean that, and and also just having sort of more character? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, I love Kanto, but it's very much the the towns and routes. It's like big room hallway, big room hallway, and like they do diverge from that a little bit here. But there's way more natural terrain um, that makes th- these paths feel more like paths connecting cities. You know. Um, yeah. And I do think what you mentioned about character is fitting because, like, the towns, they usually all have a thing in addition to the gym, the way that Pewter City had the museum, right? And then, like, that's kind of once in a while you got something else. But this is, like, so far to the point where, like, there's even cities that don't have gyms, you know? And it's like, hey, there's just another thing here. Settle in, then move on on your journey. So, like... I'm I'm with you. I think Hoenn as a as a region is very very well fleshed out. Totally, um, yeah, thoroughly impressed. Mm-hmm. So, it, even to the to the effect of walking through a soot covered grassy area, it yeah. becomes mm-hmm. you know grassy, which is very, <laughs> you know, it's it's not as obviously impressive as the games we're seeing today. But just right. like looking back and seeing the progression that you and I have done with this show. It's cool. It's it's really cool to see, and it's it's a very welcome addition mm-hmm. to this uh, gen. Definitely. So, we get the soot sack, and basically you later learn that if you collect enough soot, um, basically walking over like the grassy area, this dude can make specific flutes for you. Yes. And I looked up what the flutes were, and I'm gonna run through them. Okay. And then I want to ask you if any of these are worth the grind of sitting through and slogging through a bunch of ash. Um, we have the black th- black flute, which reduces wild Pokemon encounter rate. We have the blue flute, which wakes a sleeping Pokemon. Sounds similar to a flute we've already seen before. The poker flute. We exactly. We have the red flute, which snaps a Pokemon out of infatuation. Something new to Emerald, I believe. The idea of love. Mm-hmm. Um, or Pokemon sending love to someone. Yes. I believe the idea of love was probably prevalent. <laughs> Actually, it, it was because you have to tr- treat your Pokemon with love. I was gonna say, if there's war, there's love. <laughs> exactly. So that was yeah, that was the we talked about Star Trek yeah. and uh, and that that sort of idea of the war ending all wars, and that happened with the Great Pokemon War, of course. Exactly. Our head cannon as where did i leave off <laughs> okay so we have the white flute which increases a wild pokemon's encounter rate and we finally have the yellow flute which snaps a pokemon out of confusion so any of these worth it it seems to me that yellow the confusion one and uh black the reduction of pokemon seem like the most useful um yeah i made a blue one because i assumed 
it's like, oh, like Snorlax, I might need this. But now that I'm thinking of it, I don't think there's any Pokemon blocking paths in this game. And I do think that seeing it in context of the rest, I truly think it's like, hey, if your Pokemon's sleeping in battle, just play it in the wake up. I think that's it. Yeah, that's what it seems like. So I, I think you can pass on these. Uh, the modifying encounter rates, if you don't want to use repels, but I feel like in this gen, caves aren't as egregious as they have been. Um, then maybe go for the Black Flute, but even then, I think you're probably fine skipping this if you want to. Yeah, I, I think I probably will. Because yeah. it was like, hey, walk 900 steps for yeah. the Yellow Flute. And I was mm -hmm. like, no, <laughs> not yeah. happening. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, we get through this area, uh, and then we reach Fall Harbor Town? Fall Harbor? Fall Harbor fall arbor town like, this is a yeah. farm community with small gardens mm -hmm. in the so, shade of a volcano and ash yeah <laughs> um we find out i think this is at the pokemon center that lynette this generation is the owner of the pc storage system mm -hmm. so this is forever known as uh lynette's pc going forward yes uh my party here at this point electric Torkoal, Grovile, Makahita, Wingle, and of course Chad Gable comes back at the party. Get rid of Zigzagoon at this point. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> question for you, Christian. I'm encountering a plethora of battle tents mm -hmm. in this generation, and it's kind of pissing me off. Because, yeah. Like, to me, that seems like a very optional thing, but with them being in, like, every other town mm -hmm. it feels like i'm missing out in a way is it fine to keep ignoring these should i go through them i would ignore them because like i mentioned earlier with the trader who wrote in talking about the like story behind them in this generation they're filler right like there were there were yeah. things there and then these were put in to replace them uh non-essential unnecessary um i think you'd be better off just continuing your journey the way you have been because if memory serves and i think it is it does because we talked about this last week the the way these work is you have to rent a team so you can't like mm. improve your own team by doing this you know there's some rewards but they're not worth it for what our focus is in pokemon right like we're not going to get items for battle buffs and stats like that on the, the higher level. We're just trying to be the best, you know, make our team, be proud of our team and our hard work, you know, but the battle tends like, oh, if you want like this thing that'll give you a better special defense, if you have the Pokemon hold it, you can get that after grinding out this side quest. Like you don't need that. You don't. Yeah, I also never use items. Like, very rarely do I actually use items in these games. Yeah. So, the whole idea of the quest and going and the, the reward for actually going through this is basically useless to mm -hmm. me, at least. So, yeah. Again, I understand why like the hardcore competitive players like this stuff and like earning that. But um, as somebody who loves Pokemon dearly, uh. Sword and Shield, they give you items left and right, 
and it's like, oh, hey, this buffs grass. Perfect, I'll give it to Grookey, you know? And it's like, I didn't have to do any work for that, and I'm just stronger. So <laughs> I much prefer that than like these weird side quests that, again, don't even use your own team. It's not rewarding your skill as a trainer. You can you can pass on this stuff. Don't don't feel bad. Cool. Good to know. Feel feel a little more reassured with that. So yeah. that's good. Um also the move tutor is here. Yes. To me, is this the first time we've seen the move tutor? Um again, it's tricky for memory because I know the move tutor is in fire red, which is a remake of red and blue from this gen. So the remakes usually apply new mechanics from the gen they're made in to mm -hmm. the original game. Um, I don't remember there being one red. Trainers that could be wrong on that, please let me know. But um, potentially, yes. And the way it works is like you have to do an exchange. Um, I believe they want a heart scale, which is an item that you can find in the wild. Um, I think you can use the item finder to look for it. Uh, I think I found one earlier in my play session last week on a rock. I just went up to the rock. I hit A. It's like, hey, a heart scale. Um, hmm. And I don't know if we've been over that, but occasionally, if you're in a cave or if you're anywhere, you see a rock that's not like a rock smash rock, just an environment one. If you interact with it, sometimes you can pick an item up. That's cool. I have seen a few. I just haven't done anything with it, so yeah, good to know. Mm -hmm. So nothing major usually, just like a sometimes a potion, sometimes like an ether, sometimes a an item you can sell for poke cash, poke dollars. <laughs> it works. Pokebox. Pokebox. So, d does the move tutor always have, like, the same move available? Like, is the move tutor always like, hey, I today, or just right now, doesn't have to be day by day, mm -hmm. I have this move? Or can you be like, hey, I'm looking for this move? So, again, basing this off of recent Pokemon games, because I was a dumb kid, I never used the move tutor, I was just like, I don't want to find this hard thing, I'm just going to give... Charizard all fire attacks <laughs> like um, the move tutor in recent games allows you to ex like say like this is my Pokemon for instance Grovile right I want Grovile to learn pursuit because I made it learn uh, forget pursuit for a different move but I want pursuit back teach it pursuit you know so it's like mm. I believe it would have had it has to be at a point in its level scaling where it could have learned a move already and then you can say hey this move that i said i didn't want to teach it or this move that i erased teach it this because i want oh. it for my build i see yeah interesting i yeah i might have to to look into that so it seems pretty useful yeah i i think this might be the thing i think the move tutor is the one that can't erase HMs, unless I'm wrong, and that was the correction. Move Deleter can make Pokemon forget HMs. The Move Tutor, yeah. I don't think, can overwrite them. Right. So. Good to know. Um, so, move on from here. We go down Route 114. I learned Spark for Electric, which, which turns out very useful. Again, Electric is, like, first in my party right now, trying mm -hmm. to level up Electric. And then, Wingle finally evolves into... Pelipper. Hell yeah! Very excited. Pelipper is a large pelican. Yes. And that's cool. Big fan. 
You're a fan of Pelicans. Sure am. Nice. You ever see the Jumanji movie from like the 1990s, like yes. 1990s? Yes. Remember that big pelican with the the game board? Yes, I do. I thought you were gonna call on the iconic pelican from Finding Nemo. Ah, yes, that would have been the easy answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, does a famous person voice that pelican? I'm I was just of... wondering that. <laughs> well, we have a um, we have a Norman Osborn reference, and I know Willem Dafoe is in that movie. I think he's Gil. Yes. Um, so I don't know. Nigel the Pelican is played by Jeffrey Rush, who is Captain Barbosa in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Oh yeah, see, I've maybe seen one of them. Okay. <laughs> so that's it, it. It was that like a whoa moment for you, or were you just like whatever? I, I it's like a oh cool, it's him. Mm-hmm. You know, but what's uh, his name again? Jeffrey. Jeffrey Rush. I know he's been in other stuff too, but um, you know. Ooh, we have a G, Jeffrey. Oh, yeah. That's, that's something. So do you think uh, if you're going down this naming trend for your team, is there a chance that this mm-hmm. uh, Pelipper gets named Jeffrey with a G? Absolutely not, Christian. Uh, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he's also in King's Speech. All these interesting things. Excellent. Well, I was a little undersold with with the actor but um, so to answer your original question no okay <laughs> no uh, jeffrey follow-up question how does it mm-hmm. feel to see an evolution in pokemon where a seagull evolves into a pelican yeah i was gonna say that um doesn't make a lick of sense mm-hmm. but i like the sort of meme evolutions on twitter of like a michael sarah turns into like an Andy Samberger, like whatever that that line is, yeah. I always think is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it just <laughs> it reminds me, and that's obviously based on Pokemon, so mm-hmm. kind of just reminds me of that, which I think is funny. So final question about Pelipper, then um, mm-hmm. Pelipper, that's it. It's a Wingle's a two evolution one. Um, it seemed that way because how can you get better than a big old pelican? Yeah, so with the progress you've made with Pelipper so far, as it being your water type, your flying type, do you see a world where Pelipper makes it to the end? Oh yeah, that is the world. I would be surprised if Pelipper is in in my Elite Four battle. Nice. I'd be very surprised. Because, yeah, like Pelipper is the flying water type. I think it's very useful. Mm-hmm. Um, that particular... Um, dual pokemon dual typing is very helpful i have almost never had a flying type pokemon in my party so this is pretty new to me and it's come in handy time after time so yes very useful very nice well yeah i'm looking at the top row right now in the layout you got your uh your starter you got a pelipper you got a torkoal i think we're gonna see those three stay there for maybe the rest of the game (laughs) It's like yeah, like what I said, the the party by the end of this play session for me mm-hmm. seems pretty set. There's not a lot of wiggle room mm-hmm. unless I'm thoroughly impressed with someone Which, that I meet along the way. Let me tell you, there's a good chance you can be because there's still some good Pokemon we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Interesting. Now you you know that I don't really mess around with like psychic types or like fairy types or I don't know if fairies in here yet, but um the sort of 
lesser thought of typing, less obvious type typing, I, sp I suppose, for a Pokemon. Um, I'm usually water, fire, grass, electric. Uh, apparently flying now, electric, ground, rock. That's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. So that is limiting my options unless I run into some sort of like psychic or poison Pokemon that I'm thoroughly impressed with. I don't think I will. Yeah, poison might be my favorite type. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know if all my like my favorite Pokemon are poison because like Heracross, Slowpoke, nowhere near poison. Um, but in, as far as moves go, I love poison Pokemon. They're so useful. You can be really, really smart with the way you play them. Um, it's like a long game in a battle with a poison type, which I really like. Um, but yeah, I can't actually think of many Gen 3 poison types, though. That being said. Yeah. So, but I can guarantee you there's at least one Pokemon based on your taste that I'm excited for you to see and see if it makes it in. Okay. Yeah. Um, look forward to that, potentially. Yeah. So the other thing on Route 114 is just Lynette's house. Nothing really going on there. I think she might have given me something. Yeah, I think she gave me like a doll or something. Oh, yeah. She gave me a... Was it a Lombre doll? Lombre? Sure. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, honestly. What do these things do? What do these damn dolls do? So it's funny you say that uh, because this week... I don't know if we've passed it, but there's an NPC in the world that if you talk to them, they'll give you a move called mm. like drill or something. And have you noticed that sometimes when you're walking through areas where there's a cliffside, there's like little square holes in the wall? Yeah, I have noticed those. So if you get this move from this NPC and you can do this with uh, large trees as well, um, you use the move on it, and then it creates a secret base <laughs> in wherever location you use the move. And again, it's specific locations, it's not anywhere, but it creates a, a room you can enter in the game world um, that aesthetically is themed of like, if it's trees, there's like greenery around the sides, uh, it's like a dirt ground, if it's a cave thing, it's cave walls, and then you the, the, that stays there until you either choose to put it somewhere else or for the rest of the game and you can have it be like a nice little base you can put little like pokemon dolls in there you can get posters just make a cool secret base and then uh it was a it was a thing back in the day too of like multiplayer you could invite your friends and then they could see your secret base and stuff like that so oh that's cool yeah um i probably won't do that but mm -hmm. the idea of that like what you said yeah, doing uh, the cable link or whatever and going over mm -hmm. or just showing them to your friends. Yeah, that's that's really cool. That's yeah. a nice little addition. Because, mm -hmm. like, um, your room, when you start the game, it has all these things in there, right? But, like, you never really mm -hmm. get to do anything with your room. So, um, unfortunately, this little side thing never comes back. <laughs> I don't think, really? even in the remake, I don't think they had him. Hmm. But um, it's definitely a fan favorite. Yeah, that's 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 interesting that that never came back. Mm -hmm. Huh. So, yeah, do that. Uh, get to Meteor Falls, and this is a cave in which a we were like chasing some scientist. I forget his name, and he's here. And Team Magma, as it turns out, is also here trying to remove this meteorite. 
and they're saying essentially they need this to their grand plan is to expand the landmass yes so team aqua of course trying to expand the sea team magma wanting to expand the landmass yes just um, like uh you see superman returns <laughs> is this the one with kevin oh ran kevin space no Lex i luther i never saw that so his evil plan because again it's very team magma um because you can only assume this is what team magma's end game is uh his 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 goal was he took like kryptonite and threw it into the pacific ocean to create some like new landmass that he could sell real estate on mm. that was his evil plan um genius yeah so potentially team magma real estate agents you know they're just trying to make a quick buck apparently <laughs> See, yeah this is why I like Team Aqua, because Team Aqua's like, hey, the planet's just gonna be better off if we have more water. Team Magma, they're capitalists. They just wanna, like, <laughs> make more land so they can build more things, pollute everything, have more space to walk on, walk over their workers, sell it. It's it's a clear thing here, Jack, isn't it? Like, Team Aqua's- Yeah. You, you get the sense yeah. that they're both, you know, manipulate they want to manipulate the world for their gain in some way or another mm -hmm. but it seems like team aqua is a little more trustworthy in a way where or they're they're at least a little more like you can understand why they're doing that right like yeah they they want just a better environment for the world and to them that is more water um probably less co2 being put in, in into the air mm -hmm. but um yeah magma here just seems like the clear villain yeah because like you look at the two of them it's like hey team aqua if i couldn't stop you it wouldn't be the end of everything you know like but team magma if you're trying to like burn up the water in the ocean like man come on it's an easy choice <laughs> yeah it um, does not sound good although i i never really realized that Putting more water involves taking away some of the land, so then some of those Pokemon are gonna have to move inward or die. And yeah, the people. It's, <laughs> so. Yeah, it's very extreme either way. Yeah. Um, but like, it's like to, to Team Aqua, it seems that their cause is noble, mm -hmm. and to Team Magma, their cause seems rather selfish. Yes. So, um, can't really root for either of them, but mm -hmm. I guess if one had to win, it would be Aqua. Yes. For me, at least. Uh, we also find a moonstone here. Nice. And I've realized I haven't seen a Jigglypuff at all. Yeah. Doesn't that um, make you happy? And no Gen 1s <laughs> clogging the, the pipeline of the new Pokemon. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. I never really used Jigglypuff all that much. Sleep is a pretty cool move, but mm -hmm. that's pretty much the only reason I would want to use Jigglypuff. Yeah, so I believe um, so far there hasn't been a pokemon yet that would evolve with a moonstone i can fact check that for you as we continue but um yeah not not at least in my party i tried and yeah nothing mm -hmm. was there so um, basically at the end of this you get down to route 115 where the uh the cliffs were that i couldn't progress this is like north of rustboro so basically that means you have to travel all the way back to the cable car which is now not being blocked off by Team Magma members. Um, and you can take it up to Mount Chibney, and then you encounter 
the magma leader maxi yes who says that team magma needs something in mount chimney to expand the landmass mm -hmm. and after you beat him i remove the meteorite and i think um what was his name was it it was leader so aqua leader is alfie archie archie thank you does archie show up here yes and he's like he says something like who's whose side are you on yeah. who's like are you playing one side or mm -hmm. um seemed a little more gracious than maxi did though mm -hmm. i'm telling you dude there's a clear bias yeah i mean yeah it, it does look like aqua is meant to be a little more sympathetic than mm -hmm. magma is yeah although they're both doing some pretty bad deeds mm -hmm. it seems like yeah but like does aqua want to blow up every, like <laughs> expand the seas by like blowing up like coastal towns and i mean and you, all that you'd assume there would be some flooding but like i like it's it's a thing where it it's look at like final fantasy 7 right with like the eco-terrorism yeah. it's like the goals are things that should be happening right like treating the planet sure. better uh more respect for nature the pokemon that live in the water um but the method has some collateral damage that isn't enough to stop this group from doing it um so on that level it's like okay i have to judge you on that but really so far and I, i'm pretty sure the same goes for magma so far well no magma kidnapped well so did aqua so i think both sides have a little bit of kidnapping and like holding up traffic just a little, just a little. yeah <laughs> um so yeah so far it's mostly been talk though mm, yeah yeah definitely it seems like magma is furthering its goal at least in our eyes because this whole mount chimney business is is interesting Mag or Maxi was saying that he needed to wake something up. Yes. Inside of Mount Chimney, which we haven't seen yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm yeah. sure we'll get the conclusion to that. Seems like a big old Pokemon to me. Yeah. Do you have any guesses on what it could be? What it could look like? What it's called? Perhaps. Um. No. But I think that. So I remember you mentioned this in Gen One, and I mentioned this a few episodes ago that in later iterations of pokemon it's always like these two warring teams like fighting over the the box art pokemon mm -hmm. for these games and using them um, for their own use so we could be looking at some sort of a big old fire type pokemon i don't know what that looks like i i think dragon but that's that's already been overused so i don't know um so and, and then i bet aqua is looking for some sort of water pokemon i don't know so do you think then if we're talking about the box art legendary do you think it involves our mystery serpent that's on the cover of emerald or do you think it's something else Ooh, maybe <laughs> maybe i'm looking for the emerald serpent as a way to counteract the other two of course christian we have the idea of um you know double battles mm -hmm. in emerald so my am i using this serpent to 
defeat these i'm just making shit up right now no but, keep uh, going i love it is is that what's happening i don't know do am i gonna have to defeat both of these with with my serpent i don't i don't know that it seems like that would be too cool right <laughs> like there's not a chance that that yeah. happens maybe i always try to read your responses to my to my claims and i can't read this one i don't know i don't know if this is actually gonna happen because mm -hmm. sometimes you 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 fuel the flames but of course that just doesn't just never happens but i guess yeah. we'll we'll see yeah i don't know what's happening here my uh, expectations are always more grandiose than what's actually <laughs> yeah like look at the track record i think is your answer <laughs> um but i i do like this you know and i do like hearing where your head's at um because i know where the story goes but you don't so like hearing what you're expecting um uh it makes it fun for me <laughs> and i'm sure the yeah. listeners as well so I, i'm glad that you're thinking these things as always yeah um we will find out but until then i am going down mount chimney now by the way a very apt name i think that's funny yeah also um the cable yeah. car cutscene, quaint mm -hmm. quaint and refreshing i like it a lot yeah we don't see a lot of cutscenes in pokemon yeah it's like it's just it just feels nice you know you sit in it it's only like 10 seconds probably less but like you're just going up that thing and it's like a nice little tune going on it's like you're just chilling waiting to keep on your journey and it's like a nice little pause i like it a brief reprieve big yes. fan of that mm -hmm. so i buy some lava cookies here which essentially are full heals yes. right they just heal all status effects so that's pretty useful i buy some of those and then we make the way down the Jagged Pass, uh, Route 112. And then finally we can enter Lava Ridge Town. Mm -hmm. This is, and this this town's motto is Pokemon Center Hot Springs, an excellent place for re relaxing. Mm -hmm. um, sounds more like an advertisement than anything. Yeah, did you mess around with the hot springs at all? I did. I went in it, but I didn't wade around in it too much, mm -hmm. so... I don't know if that does anything. So again, uh, reaching back, I don't know if this is a myth of like a schoolyard tale or something or what. I I want to say it's true because I think there's hot springs in other Pokemon games. Um, if you get an egg from the daycare or I think as a gift, because sometimes you get eggs as gifts. Um, the way it hatches, as you saw with Togepi in Crystal, is based on your steps. But I think, I think, if there's an egg in your party and then you enter the hot spring and you sit in it for a bit, it accelerates, or it cuts down the number of steps you have to do. I think up to a certain point. Um, mm. Like, I don't think you can just like sit in the hot spring and then wait for the thing to hatch. I don't think that's how it works. But... If it takes like 500 steps to hatch an egg, which I have no idea how many steps it takes, if you go in the hot spring, potentially you could get it down to like 150. Interesting. Now, it's funny you mentioned that because I do get an egg from some lady in front of the hot springs. Mm -hmm. In my mind, went to that. Like I jumped in it and walked around. Um, I got rid of Makahita for the egg because I don't really need Makahita right now. Um, so, yeah. I, I'll look into that. I, I'm curious as to what Pokemon this is. If I get another normal type, ugh, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> uh, I, I think there's someone in my mind that comes out of this egg. It could be random, like in Gen 2. But, uh, you know, it's like, 
just throw it in there for a bit, you know? It doesn't take too long to hatch. It's worth it to see yeah. the reveal, you know? Because worst case, it's a new Pokemon you never saw before. You can see its type, and it's like, oh, okay. Well, is back in the party now, so see ya. Yes, exactly. Um, so we will keep you updated on that. But we just go straight, for me at least, go straight to the town gym. And we <laughs> discover that there is another gimmick with this particular gym. Mm -hmm. Do you want to describe what's going on here, Christian? So, it's it's hard to, like, compare it to other gyms in the past, you know? Um, like, it's this weird puzzle. I never really liked this gym. I, like, nothing about this gym I enjoy. <laughs> Dude, I knew you were going to hate this gym. Yeah. I absolutely knew it. Because you, you don't love the puzzles all that much. Like, I like them occasionally. You know? It's the puzzles, like... Like, the puzzle with the... Because this is kind of a puzzle. It's more of a maze. But the last one we did where it was, like... Or a couple weeks ago where it's like, Hey, if you fight trainers, the uh, field of view will expand. Like, yeah. that's good. Um, Previous gyms we've had with puzzles, I like sometimes. But when it's, like... A little slant on the ice, and if you repeat it, it you fall down a, a level. Or if it's like um, Lieutenant Surge's dumb trash cans that are random every time, like n no, I have no patience for these dumb puzzles. <laughs> Did you like I'm it? I'm with you. No, okay. <laughs> because there's too many puddles, dude. This is Puddlegate. This is the original <laughs> Puddlegate. Yeah. Um, to be completely honest with you, because unlike Spider-Man PS4, we got too many puzzle puddles. And too many enemies were lurking in these pu puddles, like crocodiles waiting to snatch you up. IGN, too much water, 7.8. They're right. <laughs> yeah, they nailed it. Yeah. They nailed it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, eventually after a lot of trial and error, which I imagine you probably did this. I This was one of those things where it's like, I'm just going to keep jumping in puddles and wherever I come up. I don't even know like what was the path. I just kept jumping in puddles. Yeah, I, 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 I brute forced it. I was just like, okay, I fall. Okay. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again until I got to the end. Because oh, uh... yeah, it was annoying. Um, but we get finally to Leader Flannery. This is the one with a fiery passion that burns. Of course, I knew this going into it. Leader Flannery, Fire type Pokemon. Um, I guess I should have expected that, and I think I probably did because of all the Fire type Pokemon I was encountering along the way. And of course, I got my Pelipper. Seemingly, this gym is gonna be fairly easy. Mm -hmm. And largely, it was, because yeah. my Pelican is coming in hard with, by the way, don't, I don't even have that good a water type move. Yeah. Yet, I feel, I have water gun. That's it, that's like the oh, most really? basic of, yeah, that's the most basic of water type move. Yeah, cause I, was in a similar boat as you obviously staple of the team so far this season uh, my azumarill bobber right uh i have bubble beam as my main water attack and i kind of just laser through this no problem <laughs> yeah yeah it's with the easier and more obvious types like fire water grass what have you they're fairly easy because mm -hmm. like you're probably gonna have a member in your party with the advantage over those yeah and this is this is that case mm -hmm. um of course flannery throws out a numal and my power comes out 
before Numel could even act, I shoot water gun at it and I get a one hit faint. So that's Numel. Sorry, Numel. Mm -hmm. You're great, but you're you're done. You're yes. done. And then this is a fun Pokemon. Slugma comes out. Now, Slugma. Christian, what? Close your eyes. What do you picture when you think of Slugma? There's one right answer. Oh, okay. And I'll give you a hint. I I just played this game. Oh, I was gonna say an item. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna say a character, an enemy from a particular game I played recently. Okay, I'll try that. But do you want to hear where my mind went when you said yes? It? It's, a, it's a perfect, easy, right answer. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> if you like, if you have a slice of pizza and the cheese falls off, but you flip it over, so the cheese <laughs> is on the bottom, the sauce is upward. Oh God! Oh, that's a gross image. Yeah, man, that's good. You nailed it. So pizza should not be eaten that way. Yeah. What What was yours? <laughs> Mine was the symbiotes from 2000's Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay, that one makes more sense. Mm -hmm. It absolutely mm -hmm. makes more sense that way. Of course, a deep cut. I don't know if I necessarily expected you to pull that out of your hat. Hey, I love that game, but it's no, I did not remember. Yeah, um, man, you, you just get those early games in your life where you you fixate on those like small details, whether it's a character or something you see in an environment, and it just sticks with you for the rest of your life for yep. no reason. That's one of them. Yeah, for sure. So Slugma comes to the party. Uh, Pelipper uses Water Gun, takes, I write, nine-tenths of its HP because it's <laughs> just like most of it. Um, uses Sunny Day, and then immediately uses a Hyper Potion. Boo course not fair of course mm -hmm. it is actually fair but i just get upset when gym leaders do that well but yeah to quell your fears slightly um for whenever we get caught up uh mm. competitive pokemon battles you can't use items like oh. you can't use heals you can use like held items but you can't use like sure. status healing items i don't I, I yeah i think like paralyzed heals aren't allowed but for sure potions aren't that's good good to know yeah so after the Hyper Potion, uh, two Water Gun attacks from Pelipper, and then Slugma uses Light Screen, but that doesn't matter because Pelipper comes in with Water Gun, gets the faint. Nice. Goodbye, Symbiote, Slugma. Or Upside Down Pizza, Slugma. Yes. <laughs> um, and then Camerupt comes in. By the Hell way, yeah. Camerupt, which now that you mentioned that Numel was a camel, which I didn't piece together, I imagine Camerupt is the evolved version of Numel. Yes, Camerupt evolves from Numel. Uh, so, like, I was thinking of Endgame when I named it Ares. Because you see a Camerupt, that's an Ares, yeah. you know? Yep, 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 yep. So, love Camerupt. Yeah, Camerupt looks really cool. If I came across a Camerupt versus a Torkoal, I would have been hard-pressed yeah. to make that decision. Because yeah. they look really cool. They do. I'm wondering if Torkoal even evolves into anything now. Well, yeah, because, like, look at its design, right? It's it's sort of full-featured. Like, what what's next, you know? Yeah. Is Torkoal the evolution of something? Or is it just mm. is it just a standalone? The mystery behind Torkoal. We yeah. will find out. Yeah. Um. So, Camerupt is a pretty easy fight. I use, or Pelipper uses, rather, Water Gun... Camerupt uses tackle. We come into this this point where it's like, oh no, I am at the disadvantage, so I'm just gonna use tackle the entire time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's basically water gun tackle, water gun tackle, and then the third water gun faints Camerupt. Nice. Um, bit of a funny fight. 
And then we reach the hardest part of this fight, which I get a few feints from, okay. is Torkoal, of course. Now, Torkoal comes out, I use Water Gun, it body slams me. Yeah. Then I use Water Gun, and then it uses Overheat, and it feints Pelipper. Yes. So, Overheat seems like a pretty OP move. Yeah. I don't remember where you get it from. Uh, actually, no, you get it from the fight, actually, I think. Yes. Yep. So, we can talk about it later, but maybe give it the Torkoal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely considering that yeah. after after all this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, after my Pelipper overheats, uh, Torkoal uses a white herb, which I know is probably an illicit substance, but that's that's fine, I guess. Mm -hmm. Guess the refs weren't watching. Um, then I pull out Chad Gable, and then a Hyper Potion is used. Boo. Uh, I use magnitude 10, which takes half its HP, which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, but then, of course, we get one hit from overheat. Chad Gable is down, out for the count, loses its WWE title. Mm -hmm. um, and then I pull out Torkoal, essentially, not to fight Torkoal. I don't want a Torkoal on Torkoal battle here. Who would? But essentially, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to see that happen. It's like mm -hmm. the... It's like at the end of the... Mewtwo movie where all the like Pokemon are fighting each other and it's really yes. sad. Yeah. Um, man, that's that's the first actual Pokemon reference that I've made. I usually make stupid references. In but... almost what like thirty five episodes of doing this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I nailed it. Um, thank you, thank you. So yeah, Trickle comes out, it, and I use a revive for Pelipper. But I was like, I might as well see this through. I just kind of want to see what happens, and I'm body slamming back and forth between Torkoals, and then Overheat faints my Torkoal. And I'm like, all right, that's it. It was fun while it lasted. Pull out Pelipper, I use Water Gun, two body slams against Pelipper, and then finally Water Gun faints Torkoal. And that is Leader Flannery defeated. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. We get the Heat Badge, we can use Strength outside of battle now. And then yes, we get TM50, which is Overheat. Very nice. Um... Yeah, so Gym four down. Uh like Halfway you, done, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Uh like you, really no issues. Um I had the benefit of my Azumarill was a single type, so I was like able to tank through most of it. Um nice. but I'll ask you this. Like you mentioned, we're halfway through for gyms. Uh, we've definitely had a lot more content in addition to just the gyms compared to the previous two games. Um, and the way they've been teeing up the story, uh, I can say there's definitely going to be more than four episodes left for this season. Yeah. Maybe like six. So not like a significant amount of extra, but more than there would be to correlate with the gyms. So okay yeah we usually get like one maybe two extra episodes um after we go through like the eight gyms which is eight episodes and then we do like the elite four which is another mm -hmm. then maybe a wrap-up episode so yeah sounds like we're getting a little bit more yeah so, slightly there you go that's so. nice mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but um expectations for next week then uh do you think since we reached the halfway point just as a check-in like uh, Difficulty-wise, what are you thinking? Are you thinking uh, story-wise, things are gonna start popping off even more. Like, when we're gonna sit here a week from now, what are you expecting 
to have changed from your journey so far? Hmm. So I want to get my party toward more parity. Mm-hmm. At least to 25, maybe to 30 at this point. Because um, I'm essentially at the point where I should be around 25-ish. I think Torkoal here was in the mid-20s. So I'm like, okay, I should probably be around there um, and exceed that for next episode. Yeah. Um, so I want to do that. Right now, um, my team is 30, 30, 31, 31. And wow. then my Ninkaza, 12. <laughs> so... That okay, maybe I should do some grinding. Yeah, because I sounds like I did some grinding because I wanted to get um my team close to 30s. Um Numal evolves to camera up around like low 30s, so I wanted to just get close to that for next week. But um yeah, I'd say at this point I'm slightly overleveled. Only slightly though. Okay. But uh, if you want to do a little bit of grinding, I don't think it can hurt, um, clearly. Yeah, where so where do you think What's the best best method? Is it just doing wild Pokemon? Is it going through um, trainers that you haven't met? Do you have a particular method that you choose to do? So trainers are always going to be the best option because they give you the most XP. Uh, I haven't done this yet. I've mostly, when I've grinded, uh, just done wild Pokemon. But a feature of the Poke Gear is the phone that you could use to call mm. people for rematches. So if you want to do that, probably cut out some time grinding. You could just do some rematches. Um, but yeah, if if you're just down to chill out, listen to a podcast for like hour and a half and grind up some Pokemon, then that's the way I do it. So yeah, I, I maybe I will do that. I will mm-hmm. consider that. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah that's what we have to look forward to um again i'll shout out the patreon if you i pretty much have my party i think maybe cemented here mm-hmm. so at the one dollar level level if you do want to uh name any of the pokemon in my party feel free uh, of course at the five dollar level you will get producer credit just like chris sakas and aaron easton so thank you very much mm-hmm. um but before we go christian where can the people find you you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, ChunTV2, as well as here, youtube.com slash joyclicks with you, Jack, on our Marvel show, Excelsior. That's every Saturday. Uh, Jedi Knights and Games cast as well for other topics. But uh, yeah, what about you? Yeah, you can follow me on social media at FascinatedJack. I will say keep a lookout if you're a fan of the long play club that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. We finished... Metal Gear Solid 1. We have a sort of interstitial between 1 and 2, and then we will be starting Metal Gear Solid 2 very soon. Yeah. Um, this is one of, I think, one of both of ours, maybe, favorite Metal Gear yeah. um, back in the day, at least for me. Uh, it mm-hmm. sounds like it was for you, too. So, should be an interesting one. Yes, I'm excited to revisit it very much. So absolutely and yeah it is it, that show essentially follows a very similar format to this show so if you like this show and you like metal gear solid maybe consider checking that out and we will definitely have other games as well um in yeah. that show i can tell That's you a- i can tell you right now as soon as metal gear is done mass effect one that is next on the list <laughs> so yeah yeah that that is that will take precedent of any other franchise yes 
yeah we're we're very excited mm -hmm. um but until then 